It's time for another episode of your favorite web series, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a very special guest from a very special organization. We have my new buddy, Eric, from the organization Happy Bark. How you doing today, buddy? Great, Nick. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I got to ask, for our viewers out there who maybe aren't familiar with Happy Bark, could you give us a rundown of what the organization is, what, they, what we do? Yeah, Happy Bark is a uh, dog rescue. Uh, we're a foster-based dog rescue, so we take a community approach to uh, animal rescue. We we partner with shelters that have reached capacity and have to make some uh, tough decisions about the futures of those pets, and we help clear those shelters out and find homes for those dogs. Nice. How long have you been involved in in with Happy Bark? I'm the founder of Happy Bark. I, we started in March of this year. In fact, uh, Happy Bark opened uh, the day after Governor Wolf announced some of the first restrictions uh, back in March. But without a physical location, there was really nothing to close down. So we were full steam ahead from the very beginning. Nice. Nice. Now, what about the um, adoption process? Like, let's say someone's looking to adopt a future dog. What's that like for you guys? Yeah, our adoption process is simple but comprehensive. Um, we want to make sure that the dogs, uh, these dogs that are coming into our care, haven't always had the best the best start at life. Uh, found themselves unfortunately in a shelter. All of these dogs are really adoptable, great great pets. We want to make sure that those bad times are gone forever. So we do a very simple process to make sure that applicants for adoption um, have demonstrated an ability and a willingness to be responsible pet owners. We, we check if you have pets, you know, have you kept up with them with vet visits and vaccines to keep everybody safe? And, you know, are your pets spayed and neutered at an age appropriate time? Uh, prior to the pandemic, we would have planned to do a home visit just to stop by because for every, in every orchard, there's one bad apple. Um, mm -hmm. So we, we keep it pretty simple. Uh, we just ask for a couple of photographs of maybe the living room or the yard, the common areas in the home, because we don't want to uh, impose during times of um, of, uh, of COVID-19, we're not putting ourselves in people's homes anymore. So we just ask for a couple of shots from a smartphone and email it over to us. And then we move ahead with finding what kind of dog fits best with that adopter. Oh, nice. Nice. Now, one thing that I really like about you, my sister's involved in this process, is the fostering process. You know, you actually give these dogs a chance at a loving home before they're adopted to their real home. Instead of just putting them in a kennel and just, you know, like just leaving them there for weeks and weeks and all that stuff, you actually give them that home taste. It's like, it's like an actual foster process. It's actual, you know, like when you give a child a home and then instead of just putting them in a group home or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a non-traditional process. I think when people think of animal rescue, they immediately, their mind goes to a, a, a shelter. Um, I can remember whenever I adopted my first dog, this is going back several years now, it was from a shelter and it was that traditional um, kennels like you talked about. And what we found, um, I've been involved in animal rescue, dog rescue in particular for the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, we find a lot of benefit in the enriching environment of a home, 
because you can learn a lot about a dog in a home setting. And then you can also work with a dog that maybe has, you know, are they, they have a little bit of behavior problems to work on, such as separation anxiety, or do they play a little bit too rough with, with toys? And, you know, we, we can teach them things like that. Certainly house training, a lot easier to achieve in a home environment than in a shelter environment. Nice. So if someone wanted to be a foster parent, what's the process like for that? Yeah, good question. Uh, foster homes, um, we evaluate just like we do adopters. So have you demonstrated an ability and willingness to be a responsible pet owner? Uh, we'll do a couple of uh, photographs for the uh, for the home visit. But we really work closely with our uh, foster homes to understand what kind of foster dog would fit with them the best. So if they've got small children, we don't send a high energy, rambunctious, playful, large dog that may accidentally knock a child over. Uh, if they've got a cat, we try our best to make sure that the dog is friendly with cats, etc. Um, to get started, there's an application on our website, www.happybark.org. Um, just click on the, the foster links and you'll see a quick um, application and then we'll be in touch with you. Awesome. And you said that was www.happybark.org? .org, yeah. Oh, and one other thing. Our foster program is no out-of-pocket cost to the foster homes. So we provide, oh. Happy Bark provides food, veterinary care, training resources, um, everything, treats, toys, food bowls, leashes, collars, uh, even things like, you know, if, if you have a large dog that needs a large a larger bed or a larger pillow dog bed to sleep on, we'll provide that for you too. So there's really no out-of-pocket expense to our foster homes. That's beautiful. I like that a lot rather than just giving a dog, here you go, good luck. Right. Here we can, you know, you need anything, we got you. Yeah, we're also there for a, a support. I mean, so, you know, some foster homes have had dogs for 50 years, whereas other others, maybe they've never had a dog and they just wanted to see if this was something that they could they could help with. And so when they have questions about, um, you know, behavior or how much do I feed this dog or gosh, I see a little bit of a rash on the dog's paws. This is something I should worry about. You know, they're part of the team. So they're not left out there all, all by themselves to to figure it out by uh, alone. Uh, everybody's got my phone number and the, the phone numbers of several other volunteers on the core team to assist them with that fostering experience. Nice. A thousand times better than, hey, Google. Uh, yeah, yeah you, can find, you can find anything you want and a lot of things you don't want by, by Googling things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, can you give us like a, a success story maybe like of a foster dog that's gone on to a loving home today or that like you? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, there, you know, there are, we've got about 200 adoptions since March. So there's 200 success stories that I could tell you about even in just our first partial year of being open. But, you know, there are a couple where the adopter, uh, you know, stays in touch with us. And one in particular, um, you know, your sister uh, fostered Bandit and mm -hmm. came to us with heartworm disease. And heartworm disease is treated with a, it's a pretty long process. It's about four and a half months from start to finish to eradicate heartworms from a dog and restore their health. Um, Bandit was adopted uh, by a friend of the Happy Bark family, and um, and that adopter turned around and said, "You know what? Now we want to foster as well." So the family keeps growing. That's a that's a great success story. That I like to yeah, yep. Yeah. And Bandit was the cutest little thing. You know, the just the happiest, snuggliest. Like anytime, like I told my sister, if they don't adopt him, I will just to make sure he goes. To the, just to make sure he stays in the family. And I'm sure if if that family did, and I'm 100 percent sure my sister would have. We would have had another dog in the family. I'm, I'm positive. I, yeah. actually, and it was easy to love. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. And um, we actually, they actually were over on Christmas. They were across the street on Christmas and 
my sister was taking her dear sweet time to get everything ready over here. And we're like, come on over and see. Her. All right, I'll be over in a few minutes. I just text her, Bandit's here. I'll suddenly be here and knock on the door. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So you said, how many foster families do you say you currently have right now? We probably have about 25 currently. Um, not all 25 are active at any given mm-hmm. point. We have about, you know, between five or 10 that are active at any given point. Some of them, you know, hit a, hit a, hit a busy spell in the year and, and they'll say, you know what, let me take a break for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Some will say, some are very specific. Some will say, I only want to foster and they'll say a certain kind of breed. You know, I have a foster home that really enjoys the bully breeds, pit bulls, American Staffordshire Terriers, Bulldogs, those kinds of breeds. So when we have that need, um, I tap on that person. And where another would say, you know what, I've got small dogs and children. So if I could have smaller dogs, maybe beagles that, that can coexist with my family, let me know. So uh, some say, give me a dog all the time. And some say, when you have one that fits this kind of profile, let us know. Mm-hmm. And how do you make the selection? Let's say for someone who just says, give me a dog at any time. How do you select which dog goes with which foster family? Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a of a musical chairs. Sometimes uh, we try our best to make sure that dogs are going to homes where they'll fit best. So, you know, if we've got folks that say, you know what, we're, we kind of stay at home, we're, we're on the couch potato side of things, I'm not going to send them uh, the six month old border collie that's just going to tear their lives apart because. Mm-hmm. Border collies are great, uh, but they need a yard and they need a friend and they need a job. So they need to run around and a lot of exercise, not just physical uh, exercise, but mental stimulation as well. So, you know, I try to find, you know, who's an active family, who has a large yard maybe, and, th- and that person, that dog goes there. And uh, others, you know, that are that are more uh, inclined to have a smaller dog or a larger dog. Or, you know, some foster homes will say, you know, if they have their own dog, um, maybe that dog doesn't like other male dogs. So, oh. Oops. We got another Walt Disney situation here. Sorry about this, buddy. Give it a second. One second. Sorry about this, folks. For those of you who are tuning in, this is Eric from uh, This is Eric from Happy Bark. We just got a what we call a Walt Disney situation here where the stream is kind of frozen up. Give it one second here. One moment, buddy. This one's really frozen. Give us one second, but thank you so much for tuning in for... Just give us one moment here, folks. Let's see if the stream appears up. Oh, we lost him. Okay. Give us one second, folks. Technical difficulties. We apologize. Oh, there he is again. Sorry about that. We call that a Walt Disney moment, you know? Yeah, it happens all the time for me. Yeah. So you were saying about like how, um, you know, you choose foster families and all that. And um, the one one other question I wanted to ask you is about um, the pandemic. You know, a lot of you touched on this briefly saying how the pandemic has actually been in your favor rather than a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other people who have said the pandemic has either gone left or right for them. It's either helped them extremely or it's been their downfall. So what was the, you, like I said, you touched on it briefly. How has the pandemic impacted you guys? I mean, no one wants to say that they've benefited from something so terrible. Um, 
you know, at Happy Bark, we try to the word happy is in our is in our name, and that's intentional. Uh, in in dog rescue and animal rescue in general, there's no shortage of sad stories. So we have always tried to focus on the positive, and that was that was in our from our mantra in our mantra from the very beginning. Um, so the pandemic was an was a very unique challenge. You know, we started paperwork for opening Happy Bark back in October of last year, and uh, it just so happened that we were we were finalized and approved all of all of the everything all the work was done and we could open uh, the day after Governor Wolf started with restrictions. Uh, we 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 you know we moved ahead full steam ahead. Um, we were very careful about social distancing with adopt with adopters and applicants and foster homes. We're always masked everywhere we go in the public, so we're not you know transmitting anything that way. Just practicing good social distancing, hand sanitizer, hand washing all the time. Um, you know, it probably did provide for um, a bit of a benefit to most animal rescues because when employers, if you could, uh, started insisting that their employees work from home, I think there were a few families, lots of families that talked to us, in fact, that said, you know, Eric, we've been talking about getting a dog for a couple of years and the timing was never right. Well, now we're going to be home for the next couple of months at least. Now it's proving to be more like maybe a year. Uh, so a lot of families said, well, now's the time because we're gonna have the time to integrate a new pet into our home. So I think I think dog rescue and cats, all kinds of animal rescues in general saw a bump in adoptions out of the gate. Uh, we did do a, we did pay a lot of attention into supporting those folks and teaching them about and talking them through what's, what's it gonna be like when you do go back to work? Because now you've got a dog that's come into your home and for a year, you've never really left. So what's it going to be like when you're gone for eight or nine hours a day? And we've started to yeah. we've coach people along the way to try to to try to, you know, put that to the test and teach the dog that, that you are going to be gone for a period of time at some point in the future. And maybe start practicing that with your dog now. So we did have to take a unique approach to a couple of different aspects, Nick. But by and large, uh, we just followed the plan that we put in place from the beginning. Mm -hmm. We always joke around and say our yellow lab here is probably thinking, did you guys get fired or something or what? <laughs> it's the greatest time to be a dog, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But um, we actually have a little story for you. This is uh, something I just found really interesting. A comment from a viewer. It's kind of crazy that we're having this interview right now because they just heard about this organization while looking for a puppy. So let's jump to this question. For those out there who are looking to contact you or get in touch with happy Bark to start this process how can they contact you it's a good question i'm glad it came up so thank you for the question from facebook uh we get a lot of questions that say hey we don't really see a dog on your website that that fits what we're looking for right now um can you find a dog for us and the answer is yes um, but to get that process started, we need to get you assigned to an adoption counselor to understand what is it that you're looking for. So if you click on the adopt button on our face on our website at happybark.org, just click adopt. There's an application that you can fill out. It's not specific to adopt any dog that's on our website. It's just a general application. That general application looks just like our standard application. But then we can work through the process of understanding um, what kind of dog do you want? What are you looking for? You'll get an adoption counselor assigned to you that way you're not at the back of the line whenever a dog hits our website that you think you want. You can just email your adoption counselor. You're already an approved applicant at that point. And the process is much faster because all of the, the couple of steps 
to get approved have already occurred. So uh, applying is not an obligation to adopt. It is just the first step in getting an adoption counselor assigned to you. So I would urge anybody that's interested in adoption, um, put in an application with us and we'll be in touch. Nice. Love it. Now, can people also make donations to Happy Bark? I always ask um, IBS if they can choose one charity of their choice to have our audience donate to, but I know the obvious answer to this one. So, you know, there's all kinds of great organizations to donate to. If you want to donate to Happy Bark, there's a donate button on our website as well. Um, you can donate. We have packages set up. So if you want to donate uh, a round of vaccines or a yearly vet exam, the cost is there for that. There's also an option to donate um, any amount that you want right from our website. Just click that donate button. You'll go through the process. You can check out with PayPal or any major credit card as well. Uh, you can also mail a check to us. Our website, I'm sorry, our mailing address is on the website as well. Nice. Now, I always ask another question. I always ask my buddies. I call them buddies, not guests on the show is um, what in your words is a buzz is a buddy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I've been watching your, your buddy cast for, for a couple of the past episodes, Nick, since you asked me to join. And I, so I knew this was a recurring question and it's a tricky mm -hmm. one because I think sometimes I want a buddy that, that um, just wants to come over and hang out and uh, you know, watch the game or, or, you know, have some dinner and just casual chat and catch up. And then other times I think I need a buddy and sometimes it can be the same person. I need a buddy that needs to maybe challenge me a little bit or, you know, uh, it makes me better in the, in the mm -hmm. questions that they ask or the perspective that they can bring. And, and a really good buddy can be that can be one person that can do that, but they can know even ahead of, of me knowing what I need sometimes and offering that help. And, uh, and it's not always just a yes person, right? Sometimes it's, hey, have you considered this? Or, hey, buddy, I don't think you're seeing this one clearly. Have you thought about it this way? I think that's a that's a good buddy. So that's a bit of a complicated answer to mm -hmm. what seems like a question. But, uh, yeah, I think they come in all shapes and sizes. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about a fur? I just thought of this question. What about, like, a fur buddy to you? Like, you know, since we're, we're talking about dogs, like, what does it, what does it mean to have, like, because do you have a dog currently? Like, do you have your own dog currently? We have three of our own dogs, uh, all rescues. Uh, two of them are pretty old. They're smaller dogs. So uh, my favorite breed is the Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, <laughs> Jack Russell, she's younger. She loves to play fetch. Um, we can't we can't have a ball around or else she goes completely crazy. We have to hide it until it's time for fetch. When you get her, you know, a half hour or so of, of fetch time in every day. So I love that. I think it's perfect. She'll swim after a ball during good weather. So I, I love that. She's a good buddy to me. But then also... You know, when we get home and there's downtime on the couch in front of the television, I've got the other two that are older and just want to cuddle. So I get just, just like my answer for the humankind. Uh, it, it really just depends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we're going into what I call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. And I'm going to make this a two parter for you. The first part, you kind of you touched on it earlier. For anyone looking to adopt a dog in the future through Happy Bark, what is your advice to them? Yeah, just get an application in. I mean, like I said, the application is not an obligation to adopt, but it does get you on our radar to see, start talking to you and asking questions. What would be a good dog that would fit into your life? And <laughs> some people will come to us with a breed or they'll say, I want a puppy. And we'll say, well, maybe you do. But, uh, you know, do you work? Or are you, are you uh, gone from home a lot? If so, maybe what's your, what's your tolerance on, um, you know, a dog that might not be house trained? Um, because a puppy is never going to be house trained. So we really work closely with people after we get that initial application to understand what's going to work best for you. And, and because we know mm -hmm. that if we can find one that works really, really well and is compatible with your lifestyle, your home, your schedule, 
um, the dog's going to be happy and you're going to be happy. So that's how I would get started. Um, don't hesitate to just submit in a, a general application. You can do it right now. It just takes a couple of minutes. That gets the ball rolling. And then you're in the queue for uh, a list of approved applicants. So whenever a dog does hit the website that that, uh, that fits what you've been looking for, we'll reach out to you and say, what about this one? And then you're at the front of the line, as opposed to starting at that point. Then you're probably going to miss out because there's probably already an approved applicant out there. Um, so yeah, just, just to get started, take the leap, submit an application. Again, there's no obligation to you. Mm -hmm. And does that obligation, can that extend like just a quick follow up, um, through years, like, let's say, Hey, I'm really looking to into a dog because I'm moving into a new house or I'm, you know, like I'm doing this, but the house isn't ready yet. It won't be ready till next year. And then maybe I just want like a few months or something. Like, can you, that, ex can they stay in the system for, let's say a year or so? We keep our applications indefinitely now. Um, mm -hmm. So submit an application today. Um, that doesn't mean that you have to submit another application a year from now. If we've approved you as an applicant, uh, we may, you know, make sure that your record is still is still accurate. You still live at this address. Is this still your phone number? But we're not going to go through the process all over again. Yeah. So once those applications are submitted to us, we have them on file and attached to that person indefinitely. Okay. Yeah. And the second part of this question that I have for you is what about if someone wants to be a foster parent? You touched on it earlier, so I mean, you know, another application, but what else, what other advice do you have for someone who wants to be a foster parent? Yeah. Fostering, fostering is a bittersweet experience because you bring a dog uh, into your home, treat it as your own for a period of time. And then it's ultimately you know, going to get adopted by another family. I would just, you know, do some breed research and see what fits you. What, what kind of characteristics fit you? Because people tend to jump in. They're really willing to help. Everybody wants to, to lend a hand and help. So they'll jump in head first and foster mm -hmm. a couple of dogs. And then maybe they'll go, eh, you know, I'm kind of burning out because these dogs are too active or maybe not active enough. Or uh, maybe they're a little bit older. And what we really wanted was a playmate for the dog that we have in our home. So really think about what fits best. Um, because that's information that I use directly with our foster homes to ensure that they're getting a dog that works for them. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, and, and also understand that submitting an application to foster, it's not an obligation to foster all the time. You could foster a dog and say, you know what, six months from now, uh, maybe we'll foster another dog. It's, it's not a, uh, not a commitment to be a full-time volunteer. <laughs> it's not one of those things of one after the other, after the other, after the other. It's just, a, no. No. Hey, we're ready. Some foster homes do want that. They say we really enjoy this. Our dog loves it. We're, we don't want to adopt another dog right now, but having a playmate while we're helping, uh, Happy Bar can get these get these dogs into awesome forever homes is what we want to do. So I, I really I really fit with what uh, the, the foster home wants. Yeah. Nice, nice. And now I'm going to end this episode on a very high note. So um, if any of my buddies out there from Buddy Eight are watching, you know we have on this show what we call Buddy Eight. It's a, it's a, it's, if we do this every single month, we host a variety show with magicians, a little bit of comedy, uh, and um, we choose an organization every month to sponsor and just have people donate to as they're watching the show. And I've chatted with my buddies, I've chatted with everyone involved, and with the unanimous decision, we have decided to go with Happy Bark this upcoming January. It's going to be, January 15th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we would be happy if you guys, you know, if you guys would join us maybe at the end, say a few words. Um, just we would love to help sponsor you guys. Absolutely. So, 
Yeah, thank you so much. And thanks to all of the all the followers and all the subscribers. That's really gracious of you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to join. I'll, I'll throw another another happy piece out there. Everybody at Happy Bark is a, is a volunteer. So, I mean, we're, we most of us have full-time jobs. Uh, and we volunteer with Happy Bark on the side. So every dollar that's donated to Happy Bark um, directly benefits our programs. So you can feel good about donating to Happy Bark and you can jump out to our website. We'll definitely join uh, for the for the extension. That's, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anytime. We're glad to help you out. You know, you guys, like I said, I love your organization. I love the work that you do. I love how you're not just another, you know, put a dog in a crate and have someone walk through and go, no, no, no. You guys are, you guys are a foster system. You guys are, let's give them a loving home. Let's give them a place where, you know, let's give them a warm roof over their head. And then while we find the, while we find the right family for them, then once yeah. we find the right family, damn. It's all, we'll take it from there. But until then, let's give them, that's what I ultimately love about the organization. You know, my sister has been involved in, has had nothing but great things to say about you guys. And um, it's truly, we're truly honored to help you out. So great. it's our pleasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. all, all, all of the shelters and all the shelters in our area are wonderful. You know, if it yes. weren't for all yes. of the help that they throw in, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Uh, mm -hmm. We have taken a slightly different approach to that. Um, you know, one day will we be large enough to have a, an adoption facility? I don't know. That's not in the plans right now. I think we're gonna we're gonna try to continue to grow our foster home network as much as we can, uh, because every foster home you can think about it as like having an extra kennel. So every, mm -hmm. every foster home is another life that we can save, and, and that's that's really yes. wonderful. That, that's been our approach. Yes, alrighty, sir. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on BuddyCast. It was an honor. Stick around. We'll chat for a minute afterwards. But for all my buddies out there, this is my new buddy, Eric, from Happy Bark. If you are serious about adopting a dog or looking to give a dog a loving home until they find their forever home, please, by all means, send a message to my friend, Eric. Go to happybark.org you know, happybark and just whatever you guys can do. And we will see you back here on January 15th. Thanks so much, Nick. Bye, yeah. Thank you. For all my buddies out there, remember one thing, one piece of advice. Go be someone's buddy today. We'll catch you next time here on BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast. Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast. Buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Make it buddy Here on BuddyCast